Welcome to the LDN Radio Show, brought to you by the LDN Research Trust. I'm your host, Linda Elsigood. I have an exciting lineup of guest speakers who are LDN experts in their field. We will be discussing low-dose naltrexone and its many uses in autoimmune diseases, cancers, etc. Thank you for joining us. Today my guest is pharmacist Brooke Hutchinson, who's the pharmacy manager from Skips Pharmacy in Florida. Thank you for joining us today, Brooke. Thank you for having me, Linda. This is pretty exciting for us. (laughs) So, (laughs) you know, we've had a very good relationship with Skips throughout the years, and I understand you've changed premises. Would you like to tell us about that? Yes, um, we actually relocated uh, about two years ago to um, just a city south of Boca Raton. We're now in Deerfield Beach, Florida, Um, and in doing so, we were able to build a state-of-the-art facility where we are compliant with all um, USP uh, guidelines, which is uh, something that Skip always followed in regards to uh, handling hazardous and non-hazardous drugs and making the uh, the work environment uh, safe for our employees. So it's been really exciting uh, with the change, uh, and it's also nice to be in a, a facility like four times the size. Yeah. We just outgrew the other facility, so mm-hmm. um, it, it's it's been a real blessing. We're really thankful. Oh, wonderful. And you've got a nice yeah. new shiny website as well with a fantastic logo, which I understand was down to you. So well done for that. Thank you. So, uh, yeah, we're trying to make it a bit more user friendly. I mean, it, it, we're just, you know, we're more of a tech error and people do go on the Internet a lot more. So hmm. um, it's been it's been fun doing that. We still have a little ways to go but we're um, really trying to make that uh, very user-friendly as well. Yes, I mean, when we started the LDN Research Trust, I mean, we're 15 years old now, the internet was quite basic for most people. Um, We used to have a forum, which was really amazing, but along came Facebook and it superseded it and there was no need for the the forum anymore. Right. Uh, (laughs) So, yeah. Things have changed and evolved. And as we were saying before we started, you know, LDN has evolved also in that time, um, especially with dosing. There are some doctors who still think um, you start on three grams, go up to 4.5. Everybody should be on that dose. But that is now not the case, is it? People are having to start much lower slower and some people yeah some people don't get to 4.5 but it's not wrong you don't have to worry if you don't reach 4.5 that's absolutely fine but you just tell us um how you've noticed the change in dosing well i absolutely um from my years of being here exactly what you're seeing with the standard titration of the one and a half milligram to three milligram to 4.5 um we've been seeing a lot more cases and i am very thankful that um other ailments have actually been acknowledged as far as fibromyalgia 
Lyme's disease, uh, Hashimoto's. Um, I, I'm really thankful that doctors are, are looking at these things. And, and we've seen with um, a lot of patients chemical sensitivity where they're not able to tolerate the standard. Um, and it, it seems like an epidemic. Uh, it, it amazes me how many patients I'm able to talk to and their tolerance to medication. So I do, in fact, have patients starting off on a quarter milligram, um, some less. And, uh, yeah, they uh, never achieve the three milligram. And what I try to tell them is, uh, you know, I can't say somebody with chemical sensitivity that's on one milligram is an equivalent to somebody that does not have chemical sensitivity that's on four and a half. The benefit is definitely there because they are responding to the naltrexone. So I'm very grateful that I have so many patients that call me and they give me feedback because um, the proof is in the the pudding and we're really trying to treat the patient um, and, you know, better quality of life. Um, It it really is amazing, you know, due to foods and environmental issues, the, um, the, the problems that a lot of our patients have. So it seems like the naltrexone truly is a blessing. It truly does decrease inflammation in the body. We're seeing it used in uh, micro-dosing, ultra-low-dose naltrexone for pain management when patients are on opioid therapy to help them get on lower doses or actually get off of the opioid pain management and move over to the low-dose naltrexone. I have so many hundreds of fibromyalgia patients that have been able to do that. Um, it really is, it's, it's broken into the CNS, central nervous system diseases. I have Parkinson's patients, Alzheimer's patients, where they're getting benefit. Um, it really is an incredible, uh, an incredible uh, thing to be a part of, uh, you know, and, and actually learn from my patients. I, I really, I love my job. I love what I do. <laughs> So explain a little bit more um, for those people who maybe haven't heard all of the um, previous radio shows. If somebody is taking a thyroid medication of long side of LDN, what should they watch out for? So um, as far as patients having an immunological issue affiliated with Uh, their thyroid, um, known as Hashimoto's. One thing I can relate to my patients, because thankfully we have doctors that are thinking a little bit more outside of the box where they're willing to prescribe the naltrexone, but they don't fully understand it. And one thing I can say to my Hashimoto's patients out there, if you have true Hashimoto's and you initiate naltrexone, I have had patients within three days responding where they need to start backing off of their thyroid medication. It is pertinent. Um, And and some of us don't realize that. Uh, And I'd say my Hashimoto's patients are very intuitive with their bodies and they know how their body is running. So patients present with... um, heart palpitation, heat, cold intolerance, uh, irritability, anxiety. 
this can happen literally within the first week of initiating the naltrexone where the patient has to start backing off of their thyroid medication. Do not be afraid to do that. Um, it, it, it will cause problems if the patient doesn't start backing off of their thyroid medication. And initially, you know, we're trying to treat the patient. Lab values is a very helpful tool, but it doesn't, it's a snapshot of that day, of that time. There is a fluctuation with the TSH, free T3. We do see changes initially. Um, but I'd say after three months of a patient going through the titration, majority of my Hashimoto's patients are completely off of their thyroid medication. Or there is combination. Patients have sluggish thyroid. They have conversion issues um, where at least these patients are able to get on minimal effective doses of thyroid medication. So for all of my Hashimoto's patients that want to initiate naltrexone, you have to pay attention to what your body's telling you, and it can happen very quickly, like within a week. So um, you also want to convey that to your doctor because some of them just don't know. I really don't or I can't say that I have a lot of endocrinologists overseeing my Hashimoto's patients. Um, as far as my integrative functional medicine doctors, a lot of them are aware, but some are not. And with that being said, if you don't taper off of the thyroid medication and you're still increasing your milligram in naltrexone, that can start causing issues. I've seen patients where their blood sugar levels have increased. They are running hyper the hair falling out. I, I mean, there's just clinical background and, 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 and uh, you know, experience that we have where um, it's, it's crucial with my patients with Hashimoto's. I, I mean, I have patients, they'll call and they'll be like, hi, you know, because doctors don't always give diagnosis. And, and we do understand that naltrexone inevitably is not going to hurt somebody. So, you know, um, sometimes I am very fortunate because of these types of situations, a patient will call me and they have no idea what's going on and they'll tell me their their heart rate is up, their blood pressure is up. Um, if they've gotten lab work, they'll see an elevation in their sugar levels. And um, I simply, at this point, I'm like, do you have a thyroid issue? Yes. Well, are you taking thyroid medication? Yes, well, has the doctor made any changes in decreasing your thyroid medication as you're titrating on the naltrexone? No. And I'm like, well, that's a problem, and we need to correct it. Um, I know that when we're on a medication like thyroid medication and we've been told that it's very important for us to take it, I understand a patient being hesitant to get off of the naltrexone. But, I mean, I'm sorry, excuse me, off of the thyroid medication. But one thing you could, re, you know, want to always keep in mind is that if you are titrating up on your naltrexone and you do achieve four and a half milligram, it's okay to not take the thyroid medication. It's okay to allow your body to adjust for a couple of weeks. If, in fact, at that time, 
you're feeling a little sluggish or hypothyroid, you can always start taking minimal amounts of thyroid medication and increase to a point where you feel good as the patient. Because a doctor and lab values or me as a pharmacist, nobody can tell a patient or a person how they feel or what their body feels like inside. And I do respect that for my, you know, when I'm dealing with my patients. Like, I understand and everybody wants to read lab work and what have you, but it's really how are you feeling at the end of the day? If you're feeling good, then keep doing what you're doing. But if you feel off, don't let anybody tell you that something isn't wrong with you. There is something going on. And, you know, we always try to uh, achieve normal ranges of lab work, but that that's not always how we are. I mean, everybody, and it's so, it's so patient specific that a patient could call me and tell me all of these things that they're have going on. And yet their lab work says everything is normal. And then the doctor's like, Oh, your lab work is normal. You're normal. But it's, it's not, it's not the case. So you, Everybody that takes naltrexone, everybody knows how they feel, and and we do want to feel better, especially with, um, you know, foods and environmental issues or exposures to triggers uh, with any immunological issue. Like, uh, you really want to keep in mind and and, and pay attention to what the patient is telling you, uh, which I feel like as healthcare practitioners some sometimes we fall uh we we fall we don't we don't do that uh and it uh the way we look at the medical world and treating patients it, it really is evolving and changing and I'm really I'm really happy that I can be a part of that mm-hmm. and what about the changes in I mean years ago you were told categorically you were not to have opioids and LDN in your system at the same time but now with ultra low dose naltrexone all of that has changed hasn't it could you explain that to us absolutely sure so um we've been that's another thing you know naltrexone has really um, been breaking into pain management And, and it makes sense when we're dealing with endorphin levels and our body's natural way of taking care of pain um, essentially, and uh, we've started working with many physicians nationwide where they are using microgram dosing, which is a smaller unit um, than a milligram. It, it is uh, uh, what we've seen uh, when a patient does want to taper off of opioid-based pain medication or at least get on a lower dose of opioid-based pain medication, we are um, using anywhere from 20 to 50 micrograms a few times a day, and it really helps patients decrease the opioid and avoid the withdrawal side effects of getting off of the opioid-based pain medication. So everybody, again, presents a little differently, but it could be nausea, vomiting, flu-like symptoms like your bones ache, um, constipation, diarrhea. Patients are avoiding having to go through this type of transition trying to get off of their pain medication. And I can say it's been very beneficial um, for my fibromyalgia patients. I, I mean, 
my heart goes out to my fibro patients um, and, you know, my chronic fatigue. It all seems to kind of play. It's all the same almost. And, and unfortunately, fibromyalgia has just been acknowledged within the last few few years as a, a, a clinical issue. And unfortunately, you know, you go to the doctor, you let them know what's going on. And, you know, some of them just put you on pain medication because you're on pain and it doesn't do anything for these patients. So um, some of the doctors that we work with are, are great in initiating the ultra-low dose naltrexone and working with the patient to taper them off of their opioid and eventually transition actually into the traditional uh, low-dose naltrexone 1.5, 3, 4.5 milligram. And um, it's not as difficult or doesn't, it eliminates the shock to the body. You know, it allows the brain to reset and, um, you know, help our body recreate our own natural uh, endorphins uh, to help with the pain. And in the same breath, you're decreasing the inflammation in the body. You're, you're actually trying to help the primary root of the problem so by decreasing inflammation in the body, uh, in turn, that, that decreases the pain that we, uh, you know, my patients suffer from. Mm-hmm. And what yeah. about people it's that... great. <laughs> <laughs> what about people that have been long-term users of very high doses of opioids? It, it works exceptionally in patients. Uh, with high dose ceiling uh, opioids, you know, um, I have a pain, I have a pain management doctor where, you know, the patients are taking, you know, up to, you know, 10 tablets, you know, because there is no ceiling with opioids. And no matter what, it doesn't matter who you are, you will develop a physical dependence to them. Um, And it has been amazing to see these patients on such high ceilings of opioid-based pain management and initiate the ultra-low-dose naltrexone and able to get on lower doses. It is very effective for these patients, actually, Um, and it's been very successful. It's not overnight. That's one thing that I think us as a society, we always want instant gratification or we take something for three days and we don't see a change and we think it's not working and it's just not the case with naltrexone. Naltrexone takes time. When somebody has been suffering from something for such a long period of time, the healing process takes time. And, um, and, and that's what I always try to convey to my patients. You know, it, it, you, you want to get off of the pain medication or you want to start feeling better with any immunological issue. Um, it takes time. It should not be a rush to titrate or increase dosing with the naltrexone. You pay attention to your body. It's kind of like driving a stick shift or a manual car. You know, you, it's the, cut, the clutch and the gas, and it's a balance. It's a balance when you're driving, you know, you're, you're, you're letting off the gas or increasing on the naltrexone and you're 
you know, de- letting letting go of the, the the clutch, and you're you're decreasing off of the opioid based pain medication. It it really is about balance, and and I'd say that even for my uh, other patients, my Hashimoto's patients or what have you, um, it, it, it's uh. It, with the thyroid medication, you know, if you're increasing on the naltrexone, you have to decrease off of the opioid-based pain medication or, you know, your thyroid medication. It, it, it is definitely a, a, um, a balance. And um, I'm, I'm thankful for my patients, my fibro patients, because my fibromyalgia patients, within the last five years, those were my patients initially maybe even maybe it's only been it's even been eight years but those were my class of patients or my you know set of patients where a lot of them were on very high doses of opioid based pain management and um with initiating the ultra low dose naltrexone and um a few of them were actually on glutathione like nasal spray as well. Uh, it was a very successful way of getting our patients off of that pain management therapy and having them solely on low-dose naltrexone. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it, it's been, it really has been a blessing. So what forms of LDN do you compound in the pharmacy? So currently we... Um, Traditionally, we do capsules. Uh, we do not have a tablet machine or, you know, any kind of compression machine to do tablets. And I don't think Skip would want tablets anyhow. I think he likes the, likes the aspect of the capsule that as soon as it hits your stomach acid, the um, integrity of the capsule immediately starts to break down and you do get an immediate release of the naltrexone. Um, not to say that tablets are not immediate release. I just skip has always been very there. There's been no change. Uh, he, he's very by the book how he his, he does his quality assurance and uh, and and you know the owners and Phil as well. They've always been very by the book and um, capsules have always been the best way to go. But for my patients. For GI issues, um, ulcerative colitis, Crohn's, celiacs, um, anybody that has a sensitive GI tract, we also offer an oral liquid uh, that we do where you can pop the liquid in your mouth and it will get absorbed through the, the membrane in the mouth and it kind of avoids any kind of GI upset. In addition to that, we also offer transdermal cream, which I use a lot in my pediatrics um, and adolescents or, you know, again, patients that have sensitive GI tracts where it's applied topically to the skin and it's absorbed into systemic circulation bypassing the gut. So we have um, oral liquid capsules and uh, the uh, transdermal cream, Mm -hmm. and we've been doing it for quite some time. So what dosages of the capsules do you make? What is the lowest capsule? Well, due to, again, um, speaking about chemical sensitivity, I compound naltrexone and any milligram that my patient needs. 
um, if it's possible. So typically with my chemically sensitive patients or my patients on opioid-based pain management, um, I can go as low as micro de- uh, microgram dosing in the oral solution. As far as capsules go, I compound anywhere from a quarter of a milligram up to nine milligrams if needed. Um, we have seen in different areas like autism and pandas, uh, we are using uh, dosing twice a day. So these patients might be taking four and a half milligrams twice a day or nine milligrams twice a day. Um, people have absorption issues. And with that being said, if they do, we can always go up a little bit higher in milligrams so the patient gets a, a better a better clinical effect from the naltrexone. Um, so to answer your question, Linda, whatever it takes, I, I can compound. I'm capable of compounding uh, any milligram you could possibly think of, really. Okay. Um, I typically don't go over nine milligrams for my immunological or autoimmune issues. Um, but if it is needed, I will do it. Okay. So if a patient said to you, and I know you said that people have to be patient, how long would it take before I knew LDM was going to do something for me? What would you say? My answer to that question is I usually ask my patients to be on naltrexone for at least six to eight months before they discontinue therapy. Now, patients usually see change when they've gotten up to that um, their therapeutic dose, um, typically three milligrams. Uh, within a few months, they do see change. But what I try to explain to patients is it's not like a broken bone where it heals in six weeks and you know that it was broken and then it's not broken. The naltrexone is working at a physiological level, I say normalizing or, or changing the way that the immune system has been used to functioning for years, uh, some of my patients, you know, they've had Lyme's disease for 25 years and they're just starting naltrexone. So with that being said, again, that healing process, the process of decreasing inflammation in the body, that takes time. Uh, Do we see a lot of blessings and people feel better within a few weeks as far as mood and Some say they can actually feel the inflammation decreasing in the body, but everybody metabolizes a little bit differently. Some are fast, some are slow. With that being said, um, that healing process takes time. So I, I really do let my patients know if they are going to initiate the naltrexone, stay on it for at least six to eight months. And sometimes it's not you who even realizes that there's change. It's the people around you. You know, it's not like a, it's not like a happy pill or it, it's not a cure. It's not like one day you wake up and your life is completely transformed. It's the little things, you know. It's the, oh, today I, you know, I didn't have to nap as long or 
oh, gosh, last night, you know, I slept for five hours instead of four, and I didn't wake up. Mm-hmm. Or it, it's just these little small changes that you wouldn't necessarily see in yourself, but people see around you. Kind of like, you know, um, you saw your best friend, and then you didn't see her again for a month, and you lost 10 pounds. Well, you don't see that in yourself, usually. But the person that sees you a month later is like, oh my gosh, you look amazing. Mm-hmm. It's the same kind of, it's the same kind of thought process, I mm-hmm. guess. That, that's kind of how I look at it. Um, I'd say my patients that I've been on naltrexone for a year, they barely get sick. If they do, their colds are usually cut in half. Like the whole household will be sick, but my patient on naltrexone is like, I can't believe this. I didn't get sick. It doesn't prevent you from getting sick, but it does optimize immune system functioning. And patients that, you know, would usually get sick five times a year, they only got sick once that year. And um, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. We're trying to get the body to function as optimally as possible. And we're trying to decrease inflammation. And um, I, uh, I I wouldn't believe it unless I talked to so many patients, you know, um, in, in all of my years of being with Skip's Pharmacy. It, it was incredible. It's what intrigued me. I did a um, rotation here. Uh, with Skip's Pharmacy, and uh, we, I, students, there was a couple of us, and I learned about low-dose naltrexone, and then I started researching, and I learned about Dr. Bernard Bahari and Ian Zygon and, and all of these doctors that were just changing people's lives, and at the end of the day, as a healthcare professional, that's the ultimate goal, and it's the ultimate reward to get a phone call from a patient that says, you saved my life, or, you know, thank you so much. I I was able to go and garden. It's just, it, it truly is touching, and I'm so thankful to be a part of it. And we've run out um, of time now, Brooke, but would you like to tell people how they can contact you? Absolutely. You can always go to our website and email us at uh, info at skipspharmacy.com. I am readily available, so I am just literally a phone call away. You can call the pharmacy. You can ask to speak with any of our pharmacists. We're all very knowledgeable about low-dose naltrexone. If you'd like to speak with me, my name is Brooke. Please ask for me. I'd be more than happy to answer any questions. Um, so email and phone call. I'm just a phone call away. Oh, excellent. So, well, thank you so yeah. much for enlightening us today, Brooke. Really appreciate it. Any questions or comments you may have, please email me, linda, L-I-N-D-A, at ldnrt.org. I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you for joining us today. We really appreciated your company. Until next time, stay safe and keep well.